1: Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's
0: go. 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 We are back. Episode one oh nine of the Feeling Good with Duddy podcast. The show where we point at the world, have a laugh. Point in the mirror, have a laugh. And we have live music. I'm Jake B., a podcaster here in Southern California. Let me introduce you to my brother, host of the show, guitar player of the Dirty Heads, one half of the Roman Duddy musical project. Here he is, guys. I don't know where he is right now because he's on tour with the Dirty Heads, but let's welcome him, Duddy B.
1: What is happening? That is right. And to answer your question, Jake, I am in Corpus Christi, Texas.
0: Oh, Corpus Christi. That's a very unique place. We've talked about it before on the show, episode two. We've talked about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and first off, we love coming here. Every time we come, the shows are amazing. The fans are awesome here. So always look forward to it. But yeah, it is a unique place. And... um I mean, you can kind of tell, I mean, I'm in a very unique dressing room right now. It's a real horror film, like trailer. <laughs> I'm Are in. you serious? Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I've, I've been in way worse dressing rooms, but yeah, it's like a trailer that you would see like at a, like a trailer park, you know, in like a horror film <laughs> and, uh, I'll
0: just leave it there. It's very horror film-like. And I missed it because I'm was. i at home, everybody, and my son Rocky's with me. So if you hear a child-like voice in the background, that's my son. He's in here rummaging around. But when I was dealing with Rocky before we got started, I think you gave a tour of said trailer, and and we recorded that, right?
1: That is very true. So I think Luke is going to actually cut that out for us and post it up on like our socials. So. If you're following us on any of those socials, you will be able to get a tour of this dressing room that I'm speaking of. There you go. Yeah. So um, awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, man, episode 109, Jake, that's crazy. Yep. Rolling right along. And we have it actually, we have a really fun show for you guys today. We are on Zoom because I am on tour. Uh, So, I unfortunately, we don't have any live music for you guys today, but we do have all of your guys' favorite stuff. Look, Jake's got someone who should be slapped. We found some scary stuff that we want to tell you about. And uh, my least favorite new uh, segment that they're going to drop on us is Fan Watch. We got some Fan Watch for you guys. Uh, and then we got a bunch of fun Q&A questions from our Patreon members. And if you're wondering what the Patreon is, it's a, it's a great way to help support the show. Guys, if you've been listening and you want to help support the show, you've been enjoying the show, not only wherever you're listening at, give us a rating and a review. It really does help the show just grow and get noticed, especially over on that Apple podcast app. If you're enjoying the show, head over there, just give us a review, give us a rating. Uh, we would appreciate it. And thank you to all the people that have been doing so because we have been seeing um, them coming in. So we appreciate it. And uh, if you have been listening and you enjoy the show and you're just not getting enough of it, you can go over to Patreon and that's patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy and it's five bucks a month to sign up but you get four extra episodes every month you get a chance to do Q&A's with uh, me and Jake I do guitar tutorials for Dirty Head songs I do behind the scenes footage from the shows lots of fun stuff so that's enough about that let's get into the show Jake what do we
0: got? Well Duddy yeah usually we'll try to make you cringe right out the gates by maybe throwing a new fan watch at you or we talk about someone that deserves to be slapped but something kind of interesting... Happened with you and the band on your guys's day off a few days ago, and, and I thought it was a cool thing. You guys rented out a movie theater. I believe you were in Florida. Yes.
1: Yeah, we were in Florida,
0: and you guys had a day off. This was Tuesday, and you guys decided to rent out a movie theater. And you went in and got. You guys had drinks. You got buzzed mm-hmm. up, and you watched Escape Room, right? The new horror movie. Yeah. Okay. Two things. How was it? Was it fun drinking in the theater and being insane? And, and secondly. How was the movie Escape
1: Room? So first off, it was super fun. All three bands came, and I and the crew, everything. All three bands on the tour, and all and everyone's crew and everything came. So it was a lot of us, you know? I mean, I mean, some people chose not to come, but I would say there was a good 45 of us there. You know, there was a good crew that we had. And, uh, man, it was so much fun. And we chose, like, a shitty horror film like that on purpose. We didn't want to watch something too serious with everyone on their day off and, you know, drinking. We went to a theater that had like a full bar and you know like food and stuff and we put down the card and we just said everything's on us just free go (laughs) knock yourselves out and everyone got sauced up of course everyone got there a little early so we all and we were like the only people there we rented out a movie theater like in the theater so the the place was still open to the public we just had one of the rooms you know but there was no one really else there so it was just our crew around this bar and everyone just went pretty hard and we we got in there and you you know what it was right when the preview started everyone's yelling you know trying to be funny and then we all uh we all put money in 20 bucks to see who can guess which person was going to die first and before we even saw the people in the movie so it was like you had to guess like their, like, race, their hair color, and their sex, you know? And everyone, you know, is like, I got the black guy with the, well, you know what color hair. And, uh, you know, (laughs) but uh, no, and I was like, what got to me, I was like, no one that chose just like, I chose Mexican guy and I don't want to spoil the movie for anyone, but your boy won, your boy won the bet.
0: <laughs> God dang. Yeah. I, that used to be like a gnarly horror trope. They would always go like, there's one black guy in the group of friends yeah. always dies first. Yeah. But now they gave that, that pleasure to uh, a Hispanic fellow. It I was understand. a Hispanic man,
1: and um, but yeah, it was super fun. We had such a great time, and everyone did get like super sauced up. It, it was a good time. We we really enjoyed it. So yeah.
0: Oh, I love that fun stuff. That's a super fun game. So yeah. let me let me just reiterate. I gotta understand. You guys didn't even know. It could have been a cast of all white people. You didn't even know. You just said, there probably is a black dude, a Mexican dude, a white chick. And you just had to, had to guess.
1: guess. And one of the crew guys, which was funny, uh, uh, the monitor guy for Sublime with Rome, Ruben, who's awesome. There were so many things chosen. When it got to him. He's like, there's nothing left. He goes, fuck it. I'll take like punk rock chick with blue hair. And then there was a chick with blue hair. We
0: were like, no way. Yeah, it was pretty funny. (laughs) He should have got 20 bucks at least just for saying that. That's kind of impressive. (laughs) And then, you know, you can't choose little blonde girl. She will always be the last one. Yeah, it was. Don't spoil anything, Duddy,
1: but. I'm not going to spoil anymore. But as far as the movie went, it's exactly what you want in a cheesy, like, horror film. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing more you can say about it.
0: Well, hell yeah. So a good time (laughs) had by the Dirty Heads on their day off. Um, A fun game that I might play in the future with people. Now, I love that. We don't know who's in this movie, but let's all put some money in and guess What type of person dies first? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Duddy, we've got a couple options here. Oh no. I have a you should be slapped. And Luke and I have a couple fan watch things that will most likely make you cringe. Oh, a couple. We have one. We have one fan watch thing that what do you what do you want to do first, Duddy?
1: Let's just get this Fan Watch out of the way. Okay, for
0: anyone who's a new listener, Fan Watch is a new segment that we decided we wanted to do while Duddy's on tour. Now, what we're doing is Luke and I are monitoring the kind of social media fan pages of the Dirty Heads. And we're trying to come up with arguments that fans are having or if they don't like the new Dirty Head song and they're complaining. We want to find stuff like that. And then we bring it to Duddy and he has to just deal with that on this show. And it's not supposed to be fun stuff. It's supposed to be stuff that's a little hard to talk about. I don't know how good or bad this one is, Duddy. I don't know how cringy it is, but here we go. This is Fan Watch, everybody. The hard thing about Fan Watch with the Dirty Heads is it's mainly very positive, very, very nice people that listen to the Dirty Heads. But there are some beefs, and, and, and we found this. Now, you guys have recently become a lot more popular due to TikTok. Your song, Vacation, went viral 50 billion times over on TikTok, and a bunch of people that have never heard of the Dirty Heads found out about you guys. And a whole wave of new Dirty Head fans are, are co- going online and starting to interact with other fans about you guys. Now, speaking of horror tropes, this is a music trope, right? Whenever you have your little band that you found when they weren't that big, and then years later, they're very big, and there's all these new fans, sometimes the old fans... Get a little crusty and almost get a little annoyed at the new fans. That So we found a post that says uh, Aaron King. And oh look, no. he didn't say anything super jerky. So Aaron, if you're listening, we're not mad. This is just, okay. So you know how if you're on Spotify, uh, you can get a list of like your top 10 artists. Spotify will tell you who you've listened to most over the years. So Aaron posts his top 10 list from Spotify and it has dirty heads at number three, meaning He's been running you guys hard for a lot of years. And just so everyone knows, number one for Aaron is Long Beach Dub All-Stars. Number two is the Beastie Boys. Hell yeah, Aaron. Number three, Dirty Heads. Number four, Peter Tosh. So he is a reggae dude and he loves himself some Dirty Heads. He wrote, I was following the DH before vacation trended on TikTok. Not shaming, just saying. And he posted this picture. So, you know, he's not throwing blows, but I think, and he posted this to the Wicked and Wily page on Facebook, which is the biggest Dirty Head fan page. It's been going for years, like 12, 15 years this thing's been going. And we've noticed that there is a lot of old school Dirty Head fans that are a little annoyed at the new fans and, uh. And we came across this. So, Duddy, what do you want to say to all the old school fans and oh, maybe the new fans that just found out about you with the vacation video on TikTok, Dud?
1: I don't want to say anything, um, but I've, what was the guy's name again, Jake?
0: Aaron? Aaron King, which is a, a cool-ass yeah. name.
1: Yeah. And first off, I just want to say, Aaron King, thank you so much for you know streaming our stuff so much and just supporting for so long. I mean, damn. You guys are the reason that we have grown so much, so... It's, uh, it's one of those ones that the catch 22. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, um, man, I remember this. I remember this when I was young too. And you would find a new band and, uh, you would show some of your friends the band or whatever. And the next thing, you know, they're like rocking that band's t-shirt and you're like, Oh, whatever, bro. You didn't even know who they were until I told, you know, it's like, there is something cool about kind of discovering a band and, and kind of introducing that band to other people that haven't heard it. And you do, you feel a sense of pride with that of like, you know, I, so I, I get it. It is funny. And uh, I don't even know like what to say to this because it's like, that's why we do this. He didn't say really anything bad. And it's like, yeah, I, I, do see that though. Like I can see how, if you've been listening to a band for 20 years and you've been to a bunch of shows and all this shit, and then you go to a show and there's a bunch of, you know, people just TikToking around you or something, you'd be like, what the fuck happened? You
0: know, like, there's a lot of that too. A lot of people are doing their vacation TikTok video at your guys' shows. I see it every night. Yeah. And
1: uh and and you you know exactly what it is too. It's like they're probably in their hotel or something and or at home or wherever. And they started their video, you know, they were bored. They did their sneeze and now they're at the concert and they're, and they're finishing the video, which honestly I'm like, good, man, that's fucking rad. And it's only going to help us. And, and it's only going to let us continue to do what we're doing for even longer. So good on everyone. Good on Aaron
0: King. Good on the TikTokers. Yeah. Haha, Jake, you didn't get me this time. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of knew cause I'm like, you know, everyone's so positive on there, but we, and- We did notice that there's a little rift between some new and old fans. And there are some people on the uh, Wicked and Wiley page, old fans that are kind of telling the new fans the rules on the page. Like,
1: oh, yeah. Hey,
0: man, if you're on here, like, we don't want to, you know, and I'm like, oh, boy. But it's like you said, Daddy, you want to walk into a room and you want to be like, hey, have you guys ever heard of the Dirty Heads? And everyone's like, I don't know, not really. And you're like, check this shit out. Yeah, It's not as fun when you walk into the room and you're like, hey, have you heard of... Dirty Heads, and everyone's like, oh, the vacation band? For-? You're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I see it in the eyes, and the, in the hearts. And the, But, hey, you know what? The more, the merrier. The party gets bigger. And yep. for the vast majority of new Dirty Head fans, they're being welcomed with open arms. It's a oh, very totally. welcome scene that we're Dude, in. It's you know? so
1: funny. Um, there is a security guard on this tour, you know, and he's a humongous man. Um, but he was like, the other night, he was just like, this is the easiest job I've ever had in my entire life. He's like, none of your fans are going to ever try and do anything. They're just like the nicest people. He's like, everyone out there I talk to is just the nicest person. Everyone's having a great time helping each other out. Being kind. He's like, this is, he's like for a security guard he's like this is the easiest job in the entire world so yeah it's it's awesome
0: (laughs) imagine that you're you're a security guard for dirty head sublime with rome kind of any big band in this scene and what do you get what's happening to you you're getting secondhand stoned all night actually people are probably just handing the security guards joints i mean i've never seen people so willing to just hand out weed as dirty head fans and like you said no fights You know, of course, once in a while, but barely. Every now and then, of
1: course, you know, it happens. People have a little bit too much to drink sometimes and you will see some, you know, scuffles break out and shit. But for the most part, it's just a bunch of people having a good time. But on the note of, you know, TikTok really blowing up vacation, um, we just found out today all of a sudden vacation is starting to... Like, blow up on German radio.
0: (laughs) Oh, look out, Europe. Yeah. It's so hard to break into Europe if you're in a reggae rock or even hip hop. Europe Mm. is is very different. There is no scene like the the Dirty Heads and Sublime Chrome scene. It doesn't exist over there. So maybe... This could be a little foot in the door for you guys. And knowing Germany, because I've been there and I've partied hard in Germany before, I can guarantee you that people are remixing it in a club beat way. And that's what's going to blow up in Germany.
1: I mean, well, Borges, the big DJ. He did a remix for us for Oxygen that was ended up being a really rad remix. that we. That's a uh,
0: great remix, yeah.
1: And he just sent us, he just did a remix for Vacation. So it's, yeah. You
0: guys are going to be playing dance clubs in Europe and you're going to have to do the DJ versions. Dude, I partied all night in Germany once at a club. And it was one of those things where I was, and I, I walked outside and it was like 7.45 a.m. I had no idea where the time went. Oh my God, the, the Germans love to fucking disco all night, dude. What a place. Yep, yep. And, and I'm a Jew, Duddy. We're Jews. And here we are celebrating Germany, <laughs> All right. So, so for the old school Dirty Head fans, you can welcome in the new fans. Duddy and I are speaking very highly of Germany and we move <laughs> forward. So, but before we leave this kind of subject of new and old fans, we're kind of seeing this happen for this very show, mm-hmm. our fan base is growing for the Feeling Good with Duddy show. Our our Patreon numbers are going up uh, a lot. and And we have a fan page online. It's on Facebook. It's called FGWD Bunker, Feeling Good with Duddy. FGWD Bunker on Facebook is our fan page, right? Our listener page, people that listen to this podcast and listen to our Patreon podcasts. There's like, uh, there's over a thousand people in there now. And we've gotten an influx of several hundred like new listeners that are finding out about our show uh, recently. So here's the deal with this show. We are shit talkers, right? Yeah. I make fun of you. You make fun of me. We make fun of the fans. The fans make fun of us online. It's all in good fun. But if you're a new listener and you're hopping onto the FGWD bunker and you see people making fun of each other, we have had several new listeners that are kind of like we see them writing messages on the bunker page on, on Facebook. Like this is a negative ass group. Everyone's talking shit. I'm out of here. And then our our old listeners are stepping up and they're kind of going, Hey, it's jokes. Like these are all inside jokes. But then we do have some of our old school listeners who are like, Hey, If you can't take a joke, get the fuck out of the bunker. So there's a little (laughs) bit of a civil war going on on the FGWD bunker. And I'll let you discuss that, Duddy, while I just make sure that my son's not jumping off of a counter. So give me one second, Duddy. Duddy, go for it. Talk about that.
1: I'll be honest. And I mean this in, like, such a positive way. Like, obviously, I don't want anyone. I don't want people talking shit to each other. And I don't want negativity on there. But I do love to see, like, the little bit of, like, dramas poke up on there because it, it gives us something to talk about. But yes, I have noticed a little bit of that. So if you are a new listener, the Patreon show is a little different than this show. And the Patreon show, we walk the line pretty hard, but we never we never cross it. We try not to. And there's just so many inside jokes that have come out of not, not only this show, but also the Patreon show. So if you're new and you go over there and you see a bunch of weird stuff and things that might seem negative it's they're all inside jokes and it's all in fun and uh we we would love for you to be a part of it
0: so we're moving out of the fan watch phase of this show right dud yep yep and we're moving into you should be slapped now for any new listeners you should be slapped is a segment that we reserve for people that are just ah, just doing annoying things in public and you gotta kind of slap them and go hey Let's stop. Like, you know, in the past, we've talked about Duddy was golfing. He hit a ball and he watches a guy walk up and just take his ball. It's like, what are you doing? You know, things like that. We don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to kill anybody, but some people no. need to be you know, just a pop in the face and like, Hey, what are you doing? That's not your ball. Put it back. Mm-hmm. So I want to collectively slap, potentially thousands, if not millions of people across the globe with this one, Duddy. And everyone listening, I know, is going to understand. You all have cell phones, right? I would say, what's the ratio for you guys? 99% of the phone calls you get are spam calls. Numbers you don't know. They're from area codes you've never been to. The new thing with me is my phone will ring and it'll literally be, it's like four letters, three numbers. It looks like, you know, some scientific code. I don't even know where these calls are coming from, but I never answer them. Most sane people, if you don't know the number, don't answer it, right? Because we all have our friends logged into our phone. And if you have a personal friend or a family member that needs to get a hold of you, they will text you if you don't answer the phone. So I never answer a number that I don't know. Are are you with me on that, Duddy? Do you go answering every phone call you get? I barely answer calls of people I do know.
1: (laughs) I definitely do not pick up the phone when I don't recognize the number.
0: So you guys, they're talking about the pandemic. I have a real pandemic, okay? It's these phone calls that are ruining everyone's life, okay? So here's who I want to slap, Duddy. Anyone on earth who is answering the phone to phone numbers that they don't know, if you keep answering these phone numbers, they'll keep calling. Do you understand? If we all collectively, <laughs> collectively as the human, we cell phone using race. Okay. If you just decide we're all of us, we're not going to answer the phone ever. If we don't know the number, if it's something important, they will text. If we could all do that, They would never call that the whole cold calling industry thing would fall apart. So anyone on earth who is answering their cell phone every time, including my mother-in-law, who can't help herself, but answer every goddamn call that comes into her cell phone, a a collective worldwide slap across the face. And (laughs) I want this slap, Duddy, to occur while the phone is to their ear. Yeah. So we're slapping the phone and their face. And I like to think that the phone falls out of their hand, hits the floor. They all have a surprised look on their face. And then we explain to them why. And then as a planet, we can get rid of the spam phone calls. What do you
1: think, Daddy? I love it. I I, I agree. But if I don't pick up calls that I don't know, how would I have known that the IRS was after me and I had to send $10,000 to India or I was going to go to jail, Jake? How
0: would I have known? I thank God I sent that $10,000. I would rather live my life not knowing that I owe $10,000 to the IRS. <laughs> you see, you only owe the money if you answer the phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yes. you're only sick if you go to the doctor. If you just stay home, who's going to tell you that you're sick, right? So that's a, a guy I used to work with at the barber shop would always say that he's all, I don't go to the doctor. He's all H-? Cause then you'll never know that you're sick. I'm like, dude, Ernie, you, you know, Ernie daddy. He's the funniest guy ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's all, People would be like, I'm feeling kind of shitty. I might go to the doctor. He's all, well, don't go to the doctor. Cause then you'll be sick. I'm like, Ernie, shut the fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what we need to do guys. Yeah. Apparently daddy, I, I still owe money on my student loans. Yeah. Guess what? Two years of junior college doesn't it's not there's no student loans there all right I, so 90 <laughs> percent of the calls yeah because you know how they'll leave messages oh yeah that's my favorite we can help you get rid of your student loan that i don't have you know so yeah, yeah everybody stop no. answering numbers you don't i know. love the uh the voice the one like when
1: you get like that you have a warrant out for your arrest and the but you're like that's not how they do that. They don't leave a, pre, don't leave a pre-recorded
0: fucking message.
1: Yeah, I, like,
0: I like that. That's one of the that's like the lowest ranking police officer yeah. on the force. Oh, so today you're just doing cold calls, dude. Just yeah. you got a list of people with warrants, just leave messages. They'll turn themselves in. Oh my God. All right. So we've done away with all the negative. We like to start these shows out in a real dark place, don't we, Dave? Recently. Yeah, recently. Speaking of dark places, if you guys watch this episode on YouTube, because, uh, you know, the audio comes out, the podcast version, every Wednesday. Every Friday, we drop the video. There's a video of this show that we drop to our YouTube page. And speaking of dark places, Duddy B's in a dark place right now. He says it's so hot outside that he has to have all the curtains drawn in the, in the area that he's in. So he's in a bit of a shadow realm right yeah.
1: now. Well, I told you guys at the beginning, I'm in a very, very horror filmy ish uh, trailer right now. And yeah, Jake said it. And there is a place over there that is a little brighter, but the AC unit in this place, it only works right where I'm sitting and it's very hot. So
0: I'm here. Nobody wants to see us sweaty duddy. So stay in the cool, dark place. Um, (laughs) All right. So we're moving on. We did a little fan watch. Um, Aaron King, what a legend, made it onto the fan watch with, like you said, not a bad post. It was a great post that gave us the the opportunity to chat. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Now, here's another segment that everyone loves. Duddy, this is scary stuff. Okay. A lot of new listeners, they might not know what scary stuff is. Why don't you tell them what this is all about? Uh, This is where I normally just spin the globe, I put
1: my finger down, and wherever it lands, I go there, I walk around. I talk to the locals and what I ask them is, Hey, can you guys tell me about some scary stuff? And they tell me about local scary stuff. And then I tell you guys about it, but I'm not spinning the globe right now because I'm out on tour. So one of the first stops we had on this tour was, uh, Baltimore. So I just walked around Baltimore and I asked the locals about scary stuff. And they told me
0: about a phantom. What was the name of the phantom again? I, it was the Phantom of O'Donnell Heights, I believe, was the name for Baltimore. Yes. This was on our last episode. We went over that.
1: One. But that phantom was told that the, the locals thought that maybe it was actually the Spring Hill Jack, which is a phantom, thing, I guess, from London, if I'm correct, yes. that apparently like, can jump and soar really high. So what did we do? We looked into the, the, the Spring Hill Jack.
0: Right. So we, we covered the Phantom of O'Donnell Heights, and a lot of people thought that maybe, yeah, it was the Spring Hill Jack had made his way from London to
1: Baltimore. For some reason. For
0: some reason. And then what happened, Duddy, was yeah, we got inundated with people sending us info about the Spring Hill Jack. And so we, we dove in. And uh, you know, Duddy's on tour, you guys. So usually he'll read about the, the creature, but I'm gonna read it to Duddy because I'm at home and I have the ability to do this. So Duddy Uh, We were so fascinated by the Spring Hill Jack and the fact that people thought he moved from London to Baltimore to become the uh, Phantom of O'Donnell Heights. We're like, we got to check this guy out. So I found a picture of him. He's awesome looking. And we'll share that picture on the video. So on Friday, that'll be on our YouTube. Um, Here's the deal with the Spring Hill Jack. Now, the Phantom of O'Donnell Heights, the one we talked about on episode 108, a harmless creature. They just seemed yeah. like he showed up. Remember, one of the parts was like he hides underneath cars and tells people like, "Come over here." They said, uh, "Come closer, darling." Yes. And then uh, also he would
1: he would scamper across rooftops, and then the townsmen chased him into a cemetery, and he fled into a grave. Like he ran
0: away. Yes. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we were like, and a lot of times when we find these local creatures. They're often very, they don't hurt anyone. They're just weirdos, I suppose. So I looked into the Spring-Heeled Jack and this dude's a creep. I I do not think that this is the guy that is the, I think the Phantom of O'Donnell Heights is his own creep and he's not that creepy at all. The Spring-Heeled Jack's a straight up pervert, daddy. Let me tell you all about him. So (laughs) the Spring-Heeled Jack is a humanoid cryptid that was said to be active in the Victorian era and became so famous, he's now considered part of English folklore. Even so much so that there is a 90s ska band that is called the Spring Hill Jack. Luke shared that with me and shared with me one of their songs, a great song. So if you're listening, everybody, go check out the band Spring Hill Jack. I was pleasantly surprised. Nice gritty fuzz bass tone. I was was very happy with that, but let me tell you about The Creature. The spring Hill Jack is apparently some kind of demon, phantom, or other extra-dimensional being. It was said, he was said to take great delight in acts of mischief, startling people with his frightening appearance and leaping incredible heights and can blow flames out of his mouth. That's all pretty scary. It gets worse. The Spring Hill Jack was also quite happy to commit several malicious acts, such as grabbing a poor woman in the streets, tearing her clothes off, Duddy. What? Yeah, and kissing her on the face before fleeing into the night. <laughs> Disrobing a poor lady in the streets, sexually assaulting her by way of kissing. And then fleeing into the night. There's a lot of Spring Hill Jacks just running around the streets of everywhere. Let me continue. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So he he ripped her clothes off and then just kissed her on the face and ran away? Maybe. It actually sounds kind of romantic, huh? When you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, continue. Sorry. Holy shit with this guy. Uh, it was claimed he also leapt into the path of a moving carriage forcing the coachman to lose control and crash, resulting in serious injury to the victim. This is like one of the first phantoms that's actually injuring people out there. Wow. Wow. Injury, rape, what else? (laughs) The spring Jack was also supposedly the aggressor in numerous attacks on others, clawing them. He's, he was said to be especially fond of attracting teenage girls. Oh, this guy's a full creep. He is an absolute creepy dude. And I mean, when you look at his photo, you guys, which I'll tell Luke, You share the photo online, Luke, if you're listening, but also this will definitely be on the video on YouTube. He's kind of rad looking, you know, so... I can see some teenage girls are like, "Hey, bro, you're kind of rad," and then and then he's not so rad. Yeah, so I got one more <laughs> paragraph. Uh, okay, two more paragraphs here. Yet, for all the chaos the cryptid was said to cause in general, the Springhill Jack was seen as a mischievous being rather than an outright evil character. Yikes. Sounds kind of evil to me. Yeah. The legend of Springhill Jack continues to this day, but the actual cryptid has not been seen since the end of the Victorian era. Through variants of the tale, though variants of the tale crop up every now and then in other countries. So there you go. Oh, ah, there you go. Ah, the the Baltimore part. Yeah. So what do you think of the spring Hill Jack, buddy? Dude, I think he's a total pervert. Your son is named Jack. I just realized that you perhaps named yeah. him after... <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I not saying he's the guy. But maybe you hey. named him after this. I don't know, Daddy. I mean, your name's Jake, and that's pretty close. Well, and I've been known to rip the clothes off of many a poor women in the streets. My son, Rocky, just to, just to, you know, put myself on the, he actually touched a girl's butt at the pool yesterday and I had to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There was this little girl standing on the side of the pool. My son's two guys. So he didn't know, but he likes to like sheep herd kids. If we're at the park, he'll be the kid that like pushes the kids down the slide. Like, he gets behind him, gives him a push on the back. I've noticed in the pool, if little kids are going to jump into the pool, my son likes to get behind them and, like, help them. And this girl was three and a half years old. She was a little taller, and he pushed her right in the butt. I was like, yo, Rocky, hands off the butt. So, a <laughs> yeah, little spring hill Jack in my boy there. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, man. That I like funny. this one, Daddy. I, I like it. If for I don't like that he is, like ripping clothes off of women and kissing their faces and stuff. But yeah. I do like that. It, and we finally found a creature that actually creates some havoc. He actually yes. does something like usually it's just like, he makes weird noises at night in the cemetery. And you know, it's like, you're like, who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be just the dude who works at the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So spring Hill Jack, you guys. Ooh. And then again, the reason that we brought this one up on this show is because so many of our listeners hit me up with Spring Hill Jack stories and things that I'm like, all right, let's let's circle back on this dude and give him some shine. And there he is, you guys. So uh, Spring. And one more time. Dude. That was from London. Yes. Where- this one's from the that- Victorian era. In London, which is, you know, hundreds of years ago. Um, Before we get out of here, though, we do want to not, you know, just this segment, we do want to say to the listeners, if you have a a, a story about a local character, some sort of folklore in your local town, and you want us to talk about it on the show, you can either send us an article that you found that explains this local creature, or if you want to describe it yourself, and we can play the audio Give us like a two minutes or less description of your local character, and then maybe a little link that can corroborate your story, and we might just play your actual voice and give you credit on the show. Or we'll read the, the, uh, the article you send us, and again, give you credit. You got it. Scary stuff, Duddy. I love it.
1: Oh, man.
0: And I want to say this to you, Duddy. You're in Corpus Christi, which is like a very like Dia de los muertos vibe oh, yeah. down there, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, there's got to be so much scary stuff. Please well, find mean, us something.
1: The second that we're done with this uh, episode, I'm going to go walk around and ask people about scary stuff.
0: Nice one, dude. Dig deep on that, Duddy. So yep. uh, what else do we have in store for the listeners today? A bit of a jumbled episode, but you know, Duddy's on tour. Yeah. We're doing it via Zoom. Uh, yeah, we, just- we, don't,
1: we don't have much more going on. Unfortunately, like I said in the beginning, we don't have a band this week so no live music but uh, we do have a bunch of fun Q&A questions from our Patreon listeners and before we get into that we're just going to jump into a quick sponsor read and we will be right back Alright, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet of Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on You don't think about it 20 minutes later, you're just like, wow, it doesn't really hurt anymore. It's awesome. And it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills. So if you are out there, you got a bunch of aches and pains, and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them, give CBD a try. Give Koi CBD a try. It is the best. And if you go to KoiCBD.com and you put in code FEELGOOD at checkout, you will get 15% off your first order. That's right also plug-ins keychains awesome product guys they have a product called the jack rack what this is this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head they have fender they have marshall they look amazing they're not big and bulky you hang it up on your wall and it comes with four keychains and it has four quarter inch cable input so you put your keys on it you got a little quarter inch cable keychain now on your keys when you get home you just plug it right into your amp and when you're gonna go anywhere you know exactly where it's at it's on your jack rack that's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com, and that is with a z and it is plural that is p-l-u-g-i-n-z keychains.com pick up a jack rack put in code duddyb at checkout and you will get 20% off of every order for the rest of your life jake you heard it here people we are back and once again these are questions coming from our patreon uh, members and if you want a chance to be able to ask us questions again you can just go to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with daddy you can sign up there and you get all sorts of fun stuff including a chance for us to say your name and answer your questions and first is Captain B. flop:
0: questions ask us any question before? sorry Jake what's up Oh, yeah. Real quick before we start. There was some people on the on the uh, on our uh, FGW bunker page saying three weeks in a row, my question got skipped. Daddy, tell them. Sometimes we just miss questions because we're dumb. But there's other reasons why we don't answer some of the questions. Maybe just give the new listener, maybe say why. And then I'm going to check on my son and I'll be right back.
1: Yeah. Like Jake said, sometimes I just miss questions or sometimes I just run out of time. I You know, for instance, today I got sound check coming up. I have plenty of time today, though, to answer a bunch of questions, but sometimes I just got to bounce out. But honestly, if I don't answer your question, it's nothing personal. It's probably because of a couple of reasons. One is that I've probably been asked that question so many times on the show that for the listeners, I don't want to answer the same questions every week. So if I read a question and I know that I've answered this 10 times, I probably just skip it. Also, I don't answer questions like, when are you coming to my town? Oh, that's just not going to get answered. And I also don't answer questions that I think are dumb. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this first one is from Captain B. Flavel, which I'm, I, I am paused. This is Kimmy, right? I think we, we know this is Kimmy.
0: It's Kimmy. Kimmy yeah. is one of our longtime listeners and biggest supporters. This is her. Uh, She said, what is your favorite
1: thing to do with your free time while on the road? Um, Then I see uh, the Beeman who uh, I saw at the show last night. He was, I'm pretty sure it was Beeman. He was front row with his kid. It was awesome. They were having a good time. Good to see you out there, man. Um, And I also saw that Beeman just destroyed my hotel room when I showed the Patreon members my hotel room. And then he showed his, that was like 10 times better than my shitty ass room I had. So thanks for that, bud. A
0: lot of daddy yeah. shaming going on. Um, so yeah, Captain, Michael Beeman answered this question for you underneath Kimmy's question. He said golf and bong rips. Duh.
1: And he's not far off. Um, I, I love to go golfing when um, on days off. That's probably my favorite thing to do. But honestly, a lot of times too on days off, I really would just like to kind of just get some alone times. You don't get it ever on the road. You're on a bus with a bunch of guys backstage in your dressing room. There's always a bunch of people uh when you're sleeping at night you're in a bunk five feet away from everyone in the band and then every night you're at a concert with thousands of people so there's no alone time when you're on the road so i like to just sometimes just chill in my hotel room and like you know watch a movie and just order some food and just relax um uh can you scroll up there lukey luke hold on one sec uh
0: Oh, this is Captain <laughs> B wow. again. again. And
1: she knows the rules. If you ask more than two questions, then you will get muted on the bunker page. So she's, she's walking on thin ice. She says, who is your favorite band member to be around? That's funny. I Honestly, like this. It, it is good. And I know this is going to sound like a cliche if I can answer, but uh, all of them, like we, we all get along so well. We're all such a tight family. Like there's not one guy that I'm like, put it this way there's not one person on our band or crew that i wouldn't just go to dinner with just me and them
0: yeah yeah well Um, here's the the thing with the dirty heads is that you know it it, these are all hand-picked people that are in the band they're not you you guys know long-time fans of the dirty heads it's been the same core dudes the entire time these are friends like Most of us, most of the Dirty Heads, went to school together. I mean, John, John, Jared and Duddy all went to high school together. Dave, the bass player, he was in another local band that played with all of our bands growing up, you know, and then Matty O was the only one that we didn't know growing up because he's younger than us and he's from like a couple cities over. But Matty O has been in the band since it really started. So, yeah, they're all very close friends and each additional member that you guys have added has been you chose them. Sean, the keyboard player, you guys met him. He lived in Florida. You guys played shows with his band and personally picked him because you dug the guy. You like him, you know? And yeah. the new horn players, you don't get in the Dirty Heads unless they want to hang out with you. That's yeah. it. So yeah, these are all great people. Even the crew members, everyone involved with the Dirty Heads are, are just like everyone listening to the show right now. Easy going, normal people. No rock stars in the band you
1: know? Yeah. It's very cool. Um, the Shroomstress uh, says, uh, and and she calls herself that because she's asked a few questions on here while she's written her questions out while on shrooms. And we've made fun of her before in the past because the questions have sounded pretty outlandish, but she says, is there anything new that, that, uh, now that you're on the road that's happening that didn't happen before? I mean, obviously all the bunker mates meeting up, um, the bunker mates are all the people that hang out on that bunker page. We were telling you the FGWD bunker, but, um, honestly, no, not, not a lot new happening now, but besides that, I've loved seeing it, by the way, all these, uh, these meetups before the shows and people hanging out at the shows because they've become friends from listening to the show and hanging out on that bunker page. And I, and I see them wearing the merch at the shows and, and it's awesome. Honestly, like I feel when I see people at the shows, I know a lot of the people because they're so, the Patreon is such a cool, close family. Like I know what all these people look like. So I see them at the show and I'm like, oh, like I know the shroomstress is Jen Peterson. And I know I saw her at the shows because she's got like bright blue hair. So she's hard to miss, but it's really cool, man. It's like, we have this small little family we've created and I love seeing you guys all get together. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelle kwan Machetsky says, Duddy, do you ever go back and listen to your Instagram stories after a show? I know you wear the in-ears, so I bet it's cool to hear the crowd's reactions and everyone singing along. I look forward to your stories every show. Oh, thank you. Um, and the, the person recording all those stories is my guitar tech, Sor, uh, Sorvino, who's just freaking amazing. He's like the most positive, happy guy you'll ever meet in your life. And he he obviously has a lot of fun doing these videos because I think he goes through like every weird like filter that you can do on the story like (laughs) he has a good time with it but i don't go back and listen to all of them because he always he posts like 50 a night but um what i do a lot now during the shows though is i know certain parts where maybe i'm falling back a little bit and just playing rhythm guitar for a couple minutes and i don't have a lot to go to do i'll pop my my in-ears out a little bit so i can just kind of listen to the crowd and enjoy the show uh, Leanne Bonelli Bonnell, uh, says, you mentioned water filtration when smoking. Do you still have slash use the bong made by Shane Blount? How funny. Um, I do still have that bong. I don't use it as much anymore. It's a huge bong. But when we first really started getting going and touring, Shane is a rad dude who I believe he's, uh, I might be getting this wrong, but I want to say he lives in Oregon and he's a glassblower. And he blew me this amazing bong and i still do have it because he gave me it in this rad case as well and i have the case it's in my garage um i haven't broken it out in a bit but uh i still do have it because now it's like i can't be taking just fucking three footers every day now um but yeah um that's funny that you even know that he gave me that. That's old school stuff. Uh, well, Christino, what's up? Real
0: quick, too, on that same note, uh, Shane, Blount, I have a bong from HB Surround Sound. <clears throat> nice. You know, we were, <clears throat> we were doing our thing. He made us a big-ass bong. So uh, Killer Cali is a big Dirty Head fan. He was a big HB Surround Sound fan. He actually got a bong made for my band, HB Surround Sound, from Shane, and he delivered it to me at, uh, in Arizona, we, my band was on tour with, with the Dirty Heads, and it was my birthday, the day of the show in Arizona. Where's the place you guys always play in Arizona? You're probably, it's like a 3000 person, like little mini arena place, Duddy. In Arizona? Yeah. I, I, oh, probably the Marquee? The Marquee Theater. So yeah, my, my birthday is like seven years ago when I was touring with H.P. Sound. This dude, Killer Cali, who's a big fan of both bands, he comes up with this big cardboard box. He's like, here, Jake, I got you something for your birthday. I open it up, and just like you said, a huge, I mean, it's like a three-foot-tall glass bong with HB surround sound, like, blown glass all over it. So awesome, and I still have that as well.
1: Nice. And sorry if my camera's getting weird, because I have to, like... Uh zoom in on these questions and, and I can't see if I, I might not even be on screen with my camera. So here's what it is. Peeps. Uh, yeah. Christina Whitman says, do, uh, daddy, when you guys play shows on the same night as UFC fights are happening, do you guys usually make a pack not to look at your phones? So no one knows who the results or do you, you usually rewatch after knowing the results? Well, it depends the fight and, um, and and then it also depends like where we are and the, like if we know for a fact we can get off stage, we can get the pay-per-view event, you know, recorded and we can watch it. Then yeah, we're, we're, we're getting off stage and we're going straight into that bus or wherever. And we're getting that fight on and, and we're watching it. But Like I said, it depends the fight because there's a lot of fights that I'm stoked on, but I'm not like I have to see this fight like I'll, I'll know the results and then I'll still go back and watch it. But some fights I'm just like nobody talk to me. Nobody will fucking look at me. (laughs)
0: You know, and there are times too, where the, where you guys will actually order the fight backstage if that's possible. I remember when, uh, Jorge Masvidal did the flying knee on Ben Askren in record time. I was actually on tour with you guys working the Cutlass merch booth, selling merch for you. And the guys called me and they said, Hey, that fight's about to start. I ran to the dirty head dressing room, sat down and everyone knew that I was a Ben Askren fan. I've always watched Ben Askren and I always liked him. And so I, I sit down the bell rings five seconds later, Beep. his face is in the third row. Everyone in the room laughed at me and I ran back to the merch booth. It was <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. Uh, Bruce. S- Strahan. Dro- yeah. Strahan. 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 Is that Strahan or I don't know. Uh, I probably Strawhan. Yeah. Strawhan. Yeah. Uh, it's probably hard for you to follow the Olympics while uh, you're busy schedule, but which do you prefer summer or winter Olympics? And do you have a favorite sport in the games? Um, I like them both, but I would say I'm probably more of a summer Olympic guy. I like the sports and, um, I like the soccer a lot. And uh, like, we just watched the women's soccer right before I was doing the show. We just watched them win. Uh, I I think it was Sweden. They won in a shootout.
0: Um, oh, they lost to Sweden. They beat, well, uh, just, like, they beat, they, like, the today, Dutch team. They beat the Dutch oh, team. Oh, Netherlands. It was the Netherlands. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Netherlands. That's
1: who they beat today, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we, honestly, the Olympics has been on our bus this entire tour. That's all it's been on. And I don't even care what game's on. I watch it. There's some funny games on there where I'm like, huh, what is this? There's a weird game now. It's called, like, handball. Have you seen this? Where it's pretty much just soccer, but you use your hands instead. And they just run around throwing this ball and then they just throw it. It's, it's, it. I watch it and I go, huh, this seems like a game you would play like, and I'm not talking shit on it. I'm sure the, all of them are insane fucking athletes, but it looks like a game you would play in like middle school during PE. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: It, yeah, it's definitely strayed from the path of the Olympics used to kind of be about. Who runs the fastest, jumps yeah. the highest, wrestles the strongest. It was about athletic feats. Now you literally have people with beer guts that are Olympic athletes. Hi, curling. You know, yeah. how are we doing? But uh, I would say the, the biggest improvement to a sport that's always been in the Olympics or, or has been for a long time, boxing. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you noticed they took off the headgear, no more headgear, no more. Oh, the front of the glove has a white circle. And if you land it, it's, it's boxing now it's, you can knock the opponents. I mean, there's no headgear wing and punches. So I do like the, the big time improvement to the boxing element of Olympics. Yep. Yep.
1: Uh, Carleen, Carly Lownd um, sounds like a new, new Patreon or at least first time question, ask her. She says, if I ever see you at the airport again, oh, I would love to say hi. What's your standpoint on this though? I've listened to radio. Ha. Huh? <laughs> no, I, I welcome it. You see me in the airport, come right on over and say hi. And I will say hi back to you. And then we can have a small conversation and take a photo. <laughs> Cause that's usually what happens. It's all good. I'm not standoffish at all. Come on up. Um,
0: Always weirder to stare from a distance where people know that, you know, but you're not saying anything. It's way better to just go, hey, Duddy, what's up, dude? I'm a fan. And I mean, anyone who's a human being will be really happy to see us. Yeah. So and Duddy is a human being.
1: So I'm a human being and I will always say it. Um, I will always be nice and I will always say what's up. Um, Peace scroll? there you go. Uh let's see here. Nathan J says, all right, this is a long one, Duddy, but you can do this. I believe in you. Oh man, you guys know I freaking hate long questions. Uh uh, let's see here. Do you all ever listen backstage to your catalog of episodes? Every once in a while, I'll throw a random one on, and there are some absolute bangers I forgot about. Some guests were hilarious and had a great vibe with you and Jake. Uh I think a revisit with any of your past guests could happen obviously after tour when things settle down um no we never go back and listen to the old episodes and to be honest I would be surprised if any of the guys listened to any episodes but um yeah we would totally have past guests on and we've had past guests we've had a few guests that have been on multiple times Rome's been on multiple times Cheese has been on multiple times um a few and a couple others as well but yeah we would love any of our past guests to come back on uh, crying Ute <laughs> he changed his name
0: oh, that's ha, 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 uh, so that's another uh, thing we end up giving our Patreon members nicknames due to the questions they ask and I think Brian must have said something where he was kind of complaining I forget and Duddy named I was
1: his name. I was pronouncing his name wrong his last name so he was trying to get me to pronounce it right so I said he was now crying instead of Brian so
0: yeah Krian and he phonetically says, spelled his last name because his yeah, last name's Ute. like U T H E, and Duddy and I were always like, "Ah, is it you? Ute. Is it?" He wrote I it. it was it's Ute, Ute. But he said,
1: "Crying Ute here. Uh, just wondering if you will accept my friend request yet. I'm still a Duddy reject. Oh man, I don't know. I don't accept friend requests from crybabies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll go on there every now and then, and what I have to do is like delete some old." Well, it's Facebook. Like you're only allowed like 5,000 friends or something. If you're not like a band, like your personal page. I don't know. Cause it won't let me get anymore. So I always have to go on and like delete some, I don't know. We'll see. You might be a Duddy reject for ever.
0: Here's what we'll now do. We- I got a new idea for that, Duddy. So Duddy's all filled up with friends on Facebook, but there's a shitload of listeners that want to be added Find someone that that Duddy is friends with and tell us why that person doesn't deserve to be friends with Duddy anymore. And then maybe if you're right and we agree, we'll we'll kick that person out opening up a spot for you. So that's a new thing we can do on here. Let us know who you're better than and we'll make the decision. And Maybe you're in.
1: I love it. I love it a lot. Um, Maui Waui says, "Sup, dudes! Uh, yo, Duddy, when what was the first song you learned to play on guitar? Um, the first song, like that, like I actually learned, like all the way through, and I would actually like sing to it and stuff. Was when I come around from Green Day. I remember, and I'd play the fuck out of that song all day." <laughs> And then he also says, when you are on tour, does uh, your guitar tech set up your pedals or do you dial them in? Also, if you need to get rid of any special guitar picks that are clogging up your pockets, I know a guy looking for some. Uh, No, my guitar tech sets the pedals up. Um, I mean, I built my pedal board and all the pedals on there, like I have purchased and I've gotten and I have put them all on my board and I, I built my board but he definitely every day puts it out and makes sure everything's running and working and plugs it all in and, and all that. So it's like a team effort. <laughs> uh, the Beeman. Ooh, is this number two for Beeman? Wow. Ooh, dude, guys, Michael
0: Beeman, the Beeman coming in with the second question. Gosh he says, how's
1: it, How's it going with the push ups? Did you do 100 a hundred today? Can't wait to see you guys crush in Houston Thursday? so that was Beeman. I saw you today I said that earlier, I thought I saw him and I did um thank you by the way and doing good on the push ups what he's talking about is we were we're trying everyone on this tour is trying to do a uh, hundred push ups a day That's our thing hundred push ups a day and I said like I started off really strong, but I overdid it and I got super fucking sore. So th- there was a few days there where I only did like forty or fifty, but in the last few days I've done my hundred. And yesterday I actually did one twenty. I did twenty bonus ones. Feeling a little sore today, but that's okay.
0: You're making up for those days where you didn't get a hundred.
1: Exactly. There you go. Um, Patrick Lynch says uh-huh. the entire band seemed to have a big smile on their face at the Monteo show as y'all looked out um at us in the moon uh, in the monsoon do y'all get more enjoyment when you see fans uh still having a great time in bad weather you know it's so crazy we've talked about it a couple times on the show is it's like the rain never scares anybody away it's like everyone can be having a great time and dancing and like oh oh all of a sudden here's an absolute dump fest of rain and everyone just starts to party and dance even harder that's all that happens and we love to see it and honestly like yeah, I kind of love playing in the rain. As long as my shit's not getting wet, let's go. <laughs> Brett Silva says, long time fan, uh, new to Patreon. I got my VIP ticks to Paso Robles show. Have you guys ever played there before? Um, actually, I don't know. I feel bad. I don't know. I'm sure you we think have, but so. i not there.
0: Okay. Usually you guys play a Vila beach when you go to yep. Paso Robles. Okay. So I think this is yep. your first time veering off the beach and inland a bit. Okay, I was gonna say, if not there, I'm
1: sure we've played many places nearby. So, yeah, Vila is definitely, we stopped there. Looking forward to it, though. It's probably gonna be awesome. Mark, who's your daddy Plante, says, I like to sing along to tunes while in the car, but I find I yawn right when I'm belting out the tune. Is that a common occurrence? Has this ever happened to either of you? Um, When I'm doing my warm ups before the show, I'll yawn sometimes. Um, actually, uh, one vocal coach I had too taught me a thing that like, before I even do my mute, my ups, you can kind of make yourself yawn. If you really wanted to, like, you can try right now, you can make yourself yawn You just kind of start doing the motion of, and you will fucking yawn. And he would say like, yawn a couple times before you even start your, and when you yawn do it, you really feel your throat and your vocal cords open up and expand when you yawn. Like a lot and he would say do that a couple times and it really loosens you up and it does it works it's hilarious um duddy's little scissor sister says how how, um have you guys ever had to fire anybody on tour (laughs) yes also i'd like to shame the pervy guy in charge of the vip bathroom trailer at orlando vacation he was chatting up all the chicks waiting in line Staring at all of our bodies, acting like he was the shit for being in charge, I was like, "You know this dude hid his cell phone in one of these stalls, oh, for sure he did, and yes we've we've had to fire people on tour um not a lot, but we have i had and i won't name any names, but i've had some we've had some funny stuff like I had a guitar tech that he sent in a resume and then we found out afterwards that it was it was all a lie and we were like, oh, wow, this, this seems like a very capable dude. And one of the bands he had worked with before we had toured with. So we were like, oh, cool. So we, we hired him, and he didn't know how to guitar tech. Like, he didn't even know how to tune my guitar. He'd hand me my guitar for the first song, it would be like out of tune. Uh, he, I won't even go in, but he did a lot of funny stuff to where I had to let him go. And he was a nice guy. Like, I don't hate the guy, but he was a shitty ass guitar tech. And then uh, we did, we, we fired another guy. Who at this time, it was, this was a while back, we had a different tour manager and he only lasted one tour because he likes to drink a lot. And as a tour manager, that's not a good idea. So one night we had to let this drum tech guy come in that only lasted like four days because he did a lot of weird stuff. I'm not even going to get into it, but <laughs> our, drunk, our drunk tour manager at the time, for some reason that like we had talked earlier and that we were going to have to let him go. And then like at two in the morning, he sends a text out. Hey, just let it. Cause like Jared wasn't with us. he sends it to like the group text. Hey, Jared, just letting you know that we're letting blah, blah, blah go tomorrow, which why would Jared care if the drum tech's leaving? Like that has nothing to do with Jared. Right. So, um, and of course dude, the drum tech was on that fucking text thread. Oh. So it was just the most awkward thing ever. So yeah, we've had, we've had a couple others, but I, I won't get into it. I'm, I'm jabbing. I'm, I'm talking too much. Hey, Daddy, uh, real quick, yeah.
0: Funny story. Cause you know, I play guitar and I'm like, you know, but I'm in no way a guitar tech, but in the early days of dirty heads right after lay me down, when you guys first went on tour, a lot of people know I, I went and tour managed you guys. I don't have any skills as a tour manager, but I'm your brother. So you said, come on, let's do it. And I also worked as sort of your guitar tech. You know, I would go yep. out, set your guitars up, and and I would plug in your guitar and tune your guitar. And I'll never forget at one show, there were two kids in the front row just ripping into me as I was tuning your guitar. Like, purposely, they're like, this guy doesn't even know how to tune. They're like, look at him. He's hitting the wrong string. And t- they were just ripping into me and i wasn't <laughs> even doing and i and i remember like looking i'm like fuck this motherfucker but i don't want to be a dick it's your guys yeah. band. i did look up at him at a point and i'm like put my hands out like what the fuck they were just berating me while i do kind of funny it was pretty it's funny
1: kind of fucking funny uh jess <laughs> says it was great to meet you at myrtle beach show but i can't for the life of me remember what you said you were listening to these days Oh, like music? Oh, I think I, I told said I was listening to a band called uh, The Amazing Rhythmic Aces. And they're back from the 70s. And I just discovered them recently. And I have been hooked, guys. Go listen to it. It's perfect, like, chilling outside, like having a beer, you know, by the lake or wherever. It's, it's, it's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. Um, Adam Beckstrom says... Oh, no, Allison Lynch says we... No, john john runs we know jake runs we know jared does insane workouts but duddy what do you do to keep the soft body body hottie look <laughs> <laughs>
0: she
1: burned do... you a little
0: underground yeah. she says you're hot
1: but she calls your body soft i like that well, I, I called myself the soft body hottie one time on one of those live streams and it's now stuck with me and yeah um i do a lot of push-ups <laughs> now um <laughs> I I don't I hate to run when but when I'm at home I do I ride my bike and I I I I walk my dog like every day usually at least once a day sometimes twice a day so that's what I do like I don't do any crazy insane workouts but I'm I'm a active guy so you know I got a little dad bod going <laughs> uh, Adam Batcheson says do you own any collectible DH merch such as the shock Puss, Medusa or sloth pins that you have released over the past few months? Yeah. I got like a little stash of like, I have like every pin we've ever done. I've got, I got a lot. I think I have every poster that we've ever made. Um, we got, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of the, of the cool old stuff that we've collected for sure. Tony Rivera says, Jake, I saw that you, reposted some pictures of, you at the Onnit gym, any plans on going back anytime soon for a sick workout?
0: Um, I don't have plans. I want to go so badly. And it's funny that you mentioned that because, um, did, did our, did, um, Andrew go to, to the, uh, our, our buddy from Onnit. Did he go to your show in Houston? Cause he, he was texted there yesterday. Me.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he texted there. me
0: yesterday. He said, Hey, are you going to be at the Houston show? And I'm like, uh, unfortunately not. You know, I got a two-year-old at home now, so it's hard for me to, to dip out. But uh, we, we had a little text exchange for a few times and, Oh, I want to go back to on it. And I want to, you know, I got to hit some pads with him and it was great yeah. stuff. So no plans as of now, but I will certainly go if I can. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and I'll answer a few more because I do actually have to get out of here before oh, sound I, check
0: i really hope you get to the question of whoever that dude was i'm was gonna by.
1: i'm gonna try and scroll and i'm gonna try and look for people's questions that i have i don't recognize their name i have a little time so i'll run through some more but hunker punk hunker punk ass says when you guys have day offs and you're out partying and drinking does jared hang out or do his own thing um is it hard to continue on his path of sobriety when people close to are partying? jared don't give a fuck He comes out, he does whatever with us when we're all sitting on the bus, hanging out, having drinks after he's right there with us having a good time. I'll make him uh, mocktails. He likes that. So I'll make some like funny, you know, mixing shit for him with no liquor in it. And yeah, he doesn't care. He still has a great time. Um, shoot. Who's this? Oh, Jacob Disney says, Duddy, when you are playing on stage, and the lights are flashing, is it hard to tell where you are uh, on the strings and fretboard, or do you even have to look? Um, well, some songs are super simple, and no, I don't really have to look because I'm not doing a whole lot. But certain songs where, I, where I'm moving around a lot on there, and uh, there has been times definitely when like, all of a sudden the lighting guy will like, go super fucking dark and it's a part where I've got to like, oh, I got to go straight to the 14th fret right now. And you just like, I can't see anything. But um, I've, that's a thing of the past. Because what I've done is I, uh, I put little glow-in-the-dark dots on all, on all the uh, every other fret. So I kind of can tell where I'm at in the dark now. Chase Navarro says, the Monster Energy patch on your guitar strap, is that a sponsor of the tour or a sponsor of DH? I don't have a monster energy patch on my strap. I don't. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's, it's a little, uh, it's a little, uh, it's a monster energy wristband. And what that is, is it, it goes around my wireless pack. It's holding my wireless pack to my strap pretty much is what it is. And it's, and it's like, a, it's a, um, wristband. Cause it's kind of, padded so it's not like this hard ass thing poking into my side so yeah that's funny I, I didn't even think about that that was a monster logo on that i've never it's because it's like behind me or something
0: real quick um, i think you would missed yeah. one so luke if you could Did I? yeah i think so because you answered uh, it would uh be, you uh, answered jacob disney right with the duddy oh, principal the... lewis exactly yeah Prin-
1: principal lewis says is there a movie that when you see it playing on your tv you can't help but uh, to watch uh, I have two predator, the original, not the terrible follow-ups at independence day. Bill Pullman will always be our greatest president. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Predator dude. Totally. If I was flipping through and I saw predator, I would be forced to watch the rest of that. Um, yeah, that's what Tomb- there's, de- there's definitely tombstone. Yeah, is that saying?
0: Tombstone. It's like, there's too many great scenes that yeah. are just around the corner. Like you just gotta,
1: yeah. Forrest got Gump, you know, like, yeah, there's, there's definitely a handful out there. Um,
0: there's here. a great one though. Yeah, oh, we're getting I, towards
1: the end. Actually, I, oh, I, can answer, I can answer, I can answer all these. Uh, so Sean Eisenhart says, can we get a sloth's revenge guitar tutorial, bro? Oh, absolutely. And you're in luck too, because it is really easy. <laughs> <laughs> Jess Witt says, what is your favorite footwear when playing shows? I've never really thought about it. If you've yeah. seen me, if you've seen me on stage, like at, at my hypest moment i'm walking (laughs) pretty much like dude like i i bob up and down a little bit and i walk around like so i i mean I, i mainly just wear like adidas or or uh vans lately i've just been wearing vans uh michelle saxton says you guys have amazing tour posters how do you choose the artists that create the posters for each show that's a good question uh that's actually john Johnsfield he goes around online and social media and he looks for rad artists that he likes and he hits them up to see if he'll do posters. And you know, when we, and then when we find artists that make really rad posters, we probably hit them up again for the next tour to do another one. So, but yeah, John, John kind of goes out there and other people too. Dave too. Dave actually had, makes posters for us too. A lot of the ones Dave will do. Jared sometimes, you know, finds a cool artist art's not really my thing i like it and i love all the posters and stuff but like they're super into the art so i just kind of let them run with that um and they do a great job well uh, let's see here uh jeremy ellingwood says can i bring a poster from a different show to a meet and greet for a signing yeah go ahead i'll sign that shit uh sheila says <laughs> And this is the last question, guys. So thanks again for listening. And here we go. Sheila says, are the meet and greets not available for every show, specifically 831 in Bonner, Montana?
0: I'm pretty sure that's Bonner, but but all right.
1: Bonner, (laughs) Bonner, yeah. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I thought they were. But if there's not for that show, maybe for some reason that's not, that show's just like not part of this actual tour and so the vip didn't get sold for it because we actually did one show on this run a couple of days ago that sublime with rome was not there it was just us and hyrie and i think maybe because that show got booked at an earlier time or something and there was no meet and greet there either i noticed so maybe that's why i'm not positive but that's the only answer i got
0: yeah yeah for you guys when you notice if you're looking um sometimes during a big tour the dirty heads or sublime with Rome there'll be like a three-day gap where there's no shows and sometimes the dirty heads will book their own show off the tour and same with sublime with Rome yeah those weird shows then they take on their own energy yeah
1: yeah so yeah that my only answer would be that is maybe that's just not an official like high and mighty show but I don't know or maybe they just haven't put the vip for sale yet because that one still seems like that's kind of far away end august so
0: i don't know i don't know
1: know, we did it this was a a great i had a lot of fun today this
0: was a great show
1: yeah unfortunately again we didn't have any live music but we're gonna try and get back to that as soon as we can um yeah but thank you guys for listening
0: yeah that's it thank you guys so much for sticking with us and um as you guys know listening to Usually we, we like to drop these episodes Every Wednesday and when Duddy's not on tour That's very easy for us to do The shows might come out here and there During the tour we might even drop two shows In a week we, so just bear With us the shows will always come and get to you Guys uh, but it just might not be Perfectly slotted every Wednesday but thanks For hanging in there with us everyone Right on peace Dutty, out y'all Have a great show and find us some scary shit In Corpus uh, Christi oh, I'm about to go find some scary ass shit Hell yeah. Right on. All right, we did it. Cool, peace.